Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good to have you on board. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Yeah, we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino here on a busy Friday morning. And in this hour, 15 minutes from right now, Eli Hershkovich is going to join the program. Very good on college basketball. He has a 14 to 1 shot that he likes on a conference tournament outright winner. Lou Finacaro in 30 minutes. He's awesome on the UFC. Huge card tomorrow night with John Jones back in action. And uh, in 45 minutes, a little do you concur action. And Paulie, tomorrow's slate in college basketball is basically as good as it gets. And a bunch of you know, it goes all day long, starts nice and early, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And to me, the marquee game early on is Alabama at Texas A&M. I have faded Alabama. I did not bet against them against Auburn like you did the other night. Mm-hmm. However, I did have Arkansas against them, and I took a little South Carolina first half money line and game money line, which was 10 or 11 to 1. They almost won that. That was the first game back for, well, the first game for Alabama after the Brandon Miller news really came out. And if I told you right now that Bama is going to be in the neighborhood of a three-point favorite tomorrow, would you bet yeah. A&M, or what would you need yeah. to bet against Bama again? Yeah, that's good enough. I'm yeah. going to bet against them every game the rest of the year. I'm, I had them, you mentioned Auburn, uh, the game before that, and the game before that, uh, had South Carolina, and had uh, Arkansas. I just uh, This 0-3 ATS run, and you couldn't handle this any worse 
than how Alabama's handling this. Uh, also, it's affected uh, the, the team and how they're playing. I think you're dead if you have a future ticket on them. It, well, poor choice of words. Uh, but you're in trouble if you have a future ticket on them as well. <clears throat> the SID is telling the media basketball questions only. They are flipping out and saying, we don't work for you. Uh, we get out of here with that. A reporter had his hand up the entire time yesterday to ask Oates a question about that, and it wasn't called on. Uh, the president is nowhere to be found during it's, all this. Yeah. No comments there. And it's affected the team. And you just see it as they're down 17 to Auburn. They were they should have lost to South Carolina as a 16-point favorite. They were down at the half against Arkansas. A&M needs it. A&M's been great at home. <clears throat> all those uh, scenarios as well. So not just Saturday, but they're playing against Alabama from here on out. And could, yeah. We could see an early exit in the tournament. A&M, they are 14-1 and one at home. Their lone loss came to Wofford. That's it. And if you go back since January 1st, some of the advanced metrics, this team has been a force in the country. At one point, they were the second best team in the country. I think that's faded a little bit, but those are per Torvik's numbers. And I'm with you. Uh, I had to take South Carolina. They were a huge number with the point spread and to win that game outright. And Bama had a, well, he gave him a heroic performance in that game. He had like 41 points. Well, especially if there's going to be something new every game, right? In terms of dealing with distractions. That is always con- that's continued when the story was fresh. Yeah. Then the pat down. Then this, and it, so it, it just continues yeah. about r- r- more to the story, or they continue to do something stupid. Yeah, and it's going to be a hostile environment tomorrow in College Station. Ken Palm makes Alabama a three-point favorite. Bart Torvik makes him one point seven. If that number would open three, I'm absolutely going to be on Texas A&M. Uh, in that spot, Iowa State plays at Baylor. Iowa State State is uh, slipping and sliding. Lately, Ken Palm makes Baylor 6, Torvik makes him 6.1 as a favorite in that game. I know we talked to uh, Dallin Cuff from ESPN earlier this week. He kind of wrote off Baylor's chances to win a national title for the second time in three years. You you never know how the region's going to look and how it's going to break. I I just think Baylor offensively is phenomenal, and I I do expect this team to make a deep run again, depending on where they're going to land in their region. This is going to be a great conference tournament. It's such a good league. Conferences, right? It's so good, right? No, and that's why. I mean, when you look at the quad one wins for Kansas this year, that's why they have so many. That's why the second most belong to Texas and Baylor. Um, Right. Another one will be SEC. I mean, based with the one seed here, with the distractions they have to deal with, and and certainly you could see an upset in the SEC. uh, Do you think Kentucky bounces back after the bad loss to Vandy? Well, they have not been great on the road this year. And that number projects to be around five, five and a half, I believe, for Arkansas. And Arkansas with a loss this week. I mean, it's a brutal stretch for all these teams in these in these leagues like the SEC and the Big 12. But uh, they played well uh, in the first half, came back to cover that game against Alabama. And as of right now, I really don't know what to expect game in and game out from Kentucky because they were playing well. They had that performance against Bruce Pearl and his club. They were phenomenal. And then they laid a complete stinker the other night against Vandy. <laughs> Vandy's been good down the stretch, but... Again, that's that's what you're up against here with this team. Talent-wise, I'll, I'll take my chances against most teams in the country. Coaching-wise, I'll take the other team almost blindfolded. Yeah, I, I don't care who they're playing. I just I think Calipari's that bad of a head coach when it comes to game time. Locals and, agree with you. And his X's and O's. I, mm-hmm. just, I think he's terrible as a head coach. Yep. So I, I don't think Kentucky wins the game. Covering could be a different story, but I'm not going to be surprised if on Saturday this game plays in or Arkansas wins by 12 to 15 points. All right. Um, Surprise! West Virginia's favorite. It's well, they, Kansas State. 
if that would be but, three and a half or four? If with their numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tough spot to play. What six and eleven in conference? Yeah, I know How about go, that. But going to Morgan—that's the—that's the thing. Winning mm-hmm. on the road in college basketball is extremely difficult. Right. And K State could get a two seat. Yeah, I've yeah, watched these, them play. These are tough games, though. I, I, I've watched K State play it a handful of times. They're—they're uh, they're damn good. I, I know that's maybe a little Captain Obvious checking in, but again, I'm not going to. If we get complete carnage this year, why can't it be a team like Kansas State? And the, when you look at the seed line. If they're going to be a two, that wouldn't exactly be complete carnage. But I'm talking about like based on who they have been as a program over the years. Well, look, can I interest you in Miami and Marquette at forty to one? There's another one, right? I think I mean, I maybe Marquette's look, had a hell of a year. Yeah, they're very and Shaka is a guy that I want on my side more times than not. Miami offensively is outstanding. Bad loss to Florida State, but uh, and very good at home. But that's still. That that's maybe worth a look at forty or fifty to one. Sure, um, Miami could be uh, no market. Uh, Can't do that. Okay. I just think that at this point of the season, man, big numbers were available for such a long part of the year that I think that that might be a well, team where the rollover parlay could come into play. I'll give you another one. You're not seeing a lot of attention. Uh, that's the other problem with this. The Alabama thing is the story in college basketball, and that the sport can't get out of its own way. Uh, UCLA. I mean, they're gonna. They win the the regular season. Can they win the conference tournament out here? Could they get a one seed? They've had a hell of a year as well, and they're loaded. And I think they'll beat Arizona. And they get they get the win last night. They messed around early on, but pulled away. And they could be, according to the numbers here, Ken Paul maybe a six or seven point favorite against Arizona. Yeah. What do you think of that? By the way, that I was actually a little bit surprised. I thought the number would be between four and five, and it's not out yet at sports books. But again, a lot of times with uh, Bart Torvik and Ken Palm, the numbers happen to open where they have them. And Ken Palm has UCLA a seven-point favorite against Arizona. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. But you look at you win that game, you'd be, what, 28-4, and 27-4? And then if you win the conference tournament out here, and well, I don't think they would lose to a USC or an Arizona State or an Oregon or someone like that. I think they have a great, they'll, they're going to have a great case for a number one seed. Absolutely. It's just, will any of those teams above them uh-huh. stub their toe? And if that happens, and if they win the Pac-12 tournament, you talked about this yesterday, yeah. and we talk about it every single year on this time. The committee throughout the years, they put a lot of stock into the conference tournaments. Too much, in fact. So if UCLA True. wins out and a team like Purdue loses early, they were in a dogfight the entire game against Wisconsin last night. They couldn't cover that game. Um, oh, what if Alabama loses early in the SEC tournament? What if they lose against A&M and then they lose again like in the second round? or their second game of the SEC tournament. Will they look at that and say, the, you the Miller the situation, yeah. and not, not, not impressive down the stretch, yeah. maybe a couple of losses. Yeah. How do you feel about Sunday with your Kennesaw well, State? Before team? we get there real yeah. quick, um, don't forget Kansas plays at Texas. And Texas could be in, in the between right. three, three and a half point favorite. Good for them. It was supposed to be seasons over when yep. Beard was fired. They've been great. Yeah. Uh, how do I feel about Kansas State three to one? I bet them also at uh, plus two twenty and two to one again after they won their first game. Okay, you, so you I got a handful of tickets. I mean, sorry, if you're at home and you're you were laying six in the first game and won eighty eight eighty one, and now you're at home again, I think your question is your favorite. But how much? Uh, and as I highlighted, Liberty top ten in points per game allowed defensively. McGee had forty three in the first meeting. Senior guard averaging twenty two a game. I get lost now with the way how you want to play with the years, but four years ago, beat Miss State in a 12-5. The year, they were, that team was awesome. They were 30-4. and four. That's Liberty. 
Right. Yeah. And, and in the tournament, and in the tournament, then the COVID hit and canceled everything. Two years ago, lost to Oklahoma State in a 4-13, and then lost last year in the title game. So Kennesaw State, the one seed, they're at home, Atlantic Sun Championship Sunday, and won the only meeting 88-81 against Liberty. Liberty's awesome, but I, again, this is good for you to get this, and, and while the one seed was high as 3-1, to one, even though they, they shared it, but they get the one seed, won the regular season, and host the game on Sunday. The winner is going to put a scare into somebody in the first round, guaranteed. I'll be watching. I'll be paying attention. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Potentially, there's a spot here where I could, uh, if Kennesaw gets up early on them, come back, grab the point spread with Liberty, and maybe win both bets. That'd be the perfect world. The the best scenario, obviously, for me. Um, but don't forget, Liberty, last night, they were they struggled. They are down 10. They were they were fortunate to win that game. Yep. And on the flip side, you can go back one round in that tournament and say the same thing against Kennesaw or for Kennesaw. They were very lucky to win their first round game. They did. They survived. And now here they are with home court. And uh, again, I haven't seen a point spread on that yet. In fact, you know what? Let me look to see what Ken Palm, would they make that number if they have that up already, which I would think they're probably going to have it. But, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Went back and looked in the archives. I mean, if they were laying six in the first game, one and covered, who knows? But the Liberty... Liberty's been pro- I couldn't believe they were laying 13 last night. And we lo- you got a little support for Eastern Kentucky in that game. It came down, but uh, they made all the uh, Liberty the around stretch. three. Liberty favored? Liberty favored by about three, according to, uh, again, the My guys God. who do this. Yep. We'll see. We'll see if that's where it's going to open. Up next, more college basketball with better and handicapper Eli Hershkovitz. He's going to join the program. He'll make a case for a 14 to one shot to win one of these mid uh, major tournaments. Next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. 
what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. If you're looking for a betting edge on hockey, NBA, or college hoops, we have you covered at VEASAN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. You get every play from every host and every guest. The betting splits, the betting guides, and the deep dive betting reports, $9.99. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We've talked about this all week long, Paulie, how these teams in mid-majors, they can go 18-0 in league play, yet they have to win three stupid games in their conference tournament to get an automatic bid. This is uh, Paul Mills, who is head coach of Oral Roberts and playing in the Summit League. 27 wins, 18-0 in conference play. They will likely need to win three games in South Dakota. By the way, Oral Roberts is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I hope not, though. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah. You and should be able to get an at-large with their resume. Here he is. Good for him. Talking to the media how he's not a huge fan of this setup. I don't think the conference, in my opinion, I can go on a soapbox on this one too, does us any favors. Uh, one, you, you're the one seed and you have no idea who you're even playing. So how do you prepare? Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? We have to do the same thing that the sixth seed does. Uh, everybody's got to win three games uh, during that time frame. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out and if there's a need to politic. The Atlantic Sun, you play at home. Um, and do those things. I, I mean, we would sell out, right? I mean, if you were turning around playing a championship game, and there's enough of a gap, in my opinion. I mean, uh, uh, you you could play a game Friday, you could play a game Sunday, you play a game Wednesday, and another one on Saturday before Selection Sunday, to where you spread it out to where people can travel and you can get to where you want. And I think all these, whether you're at Omaha, whether you're at Denver, whether you're here, I think all the arenas would sell out, knowing the stakes that are involved. But um, they've chosen to do it this way, and it is uh, people in South Dakota. Uh, it's really cold. Uh, they pack themselves indoors, and they support usually their alma mater. There, there you go. That's Paul Mills, head coach, Oral Roberts. Good for him. He alluded to it as well, and we got a tweet on it yesterday. You could also just take whoever wins the conference tournament, and then you play Oral Roberts, and the, you get winners the automatic bid, too, if yep. something would happen like that. I mean, he's raised. Sure. It's ridiculous. We, we, you just played three months to seed. Yep. More college basketball here as uh, Eli Hershkovich joins the program, thelines.com. 
the Lines podcast. Very good following this sport, handicapping and betting on college basketball. Eli, thanks for the time today. We appreciate that. You are strong on a 14 to 1 shot in that neighborhood to win the Missouri Valley. Tell us who you like and why to win this tournament outright. Yeah, so great to be on with you guys, by the way. But this number's down a little bit. It's down in the you know 10 to 1 range, just depending on where you're looking to bet the MVC tournament, Arch Madness. But I'm looking at Southern Illinois. And if you start with the head coach, Brian Mullins was on that Loyola Chicago staff that made it to the Final Four, was the defensive coordinator on that staff, one of the best defensive coaches in college basketball, SIU, generating the highest opponent's turnover rate in the MVC. And a big reason why is because for them to win the conference tournament, it's on a neutral floor in St. Louis, as it always is, and you're looking for a high-variance team, especially with a long shot to make a to win three straight games. It's not four straight games where you're getting tired legs, where you see with a lot of teams at conference tournaments. So at least that's going in SIU's favor, getting the bye. But this team shoots a lot of threes, second highest three point uh, attempt rate in MB, in the MVC, and they have really, really great floor spacers. Lance Jones, who's their best on ball defender, is probably the biggest variable because. He's shooting around 27, 28% on the season, and 60% of his shots come from beyond the arc. But he started to get hot down the stretch over the last couple of games. So if SIU can get hot and play to that high-variance team that they have the potential to be, and you also think about it from a power rating standpoint, because I had SIU rated as the second-best team going into the conference uh, entering the season, and from uh, at, from to win the MVC regular season title, just looking back at the odds going into the year, SIU had the third shortest odds. Now the market not buying into SIU, Indiana State, one of the better offensive teams in the in the conference, had the third shortest odds entering the tournament and a lot of sports books. But uh, again, defensively, I think this team has it. The Drake matchup potentially in the semifinal tomorrow is difficult, but. Uh, I really think with Mullins leading the way and his game plan, you know, teams having a tough time adjusting to that over a three-day stretch, not having time to prep, I think it favors SIU. You tweeted this out and had a phenomenal breakdown on the Ohio Valley. The, the championships tomorrow, the first uh, ticket is handed out uh, tomorrow night. The semifinals are tonight. You said Moorhead State, they're the one seed. They're only laying one and a half tonight. You call them the luckiest team in college basketball. Can you define that and explain it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks for thanks for checking out the article, Polly. And again, if you think about this conference and where it was last season, having Belmont, having oh, Murray yeah. State, which, right, ironically, both of those teams were in the Missouri Valley Conference last season, or in yeah, in the in the Ohio Valley Conference now in the Missouri Valley Conference. So this Morehead State team, if you look at Kempom, again, like you mentioned, the, the luckiest team, or according to Kempom, number one in luck factor. And it takes a lot of different things that go into the equation, but one of the biggest reasons why is because they have about six or seven um, wins by two possessions, which is, again, a factor when you think about variance, game swinging one way or the other. Obviously, it comes into play when you're looking at point spreads, but it still comes into play with, outright wins and for a team that retained its head coach but lost pretty much its entire scoring outlet last year its top five scores johnny broom who's with auburn this year transferred over there 
So, again, this conference is very weak, one of the weaker conferences across college basketball. Now, Southern Illinois Edwardsville, speaking of another team in, in Illinois, was priced at about plus 900 going into the tournament. They were a team I was looking at. They upset UT Martin last night. But Rayshon Taylor is dealing with an injury. This team is banged up. So while, again, this conference is wide open, and that definitely correlates to taking a long shot, again, considering how weak Morehead State is compared to years past, even though they have the head coach. But I, I, can't, I couldn't get behind any team entering the tournament. It's, it's up for grabs if you want to take a dart still, yeah. um, you know, taking a dog here or looking at the lines today. But nothing I'm really interested on Friday's board or looking ahead to Saturday. Are there a couple conference tournaments you're really looking forward to and that, that could be wide open and you could make a case for several teams? Yeah, so, you know, a, a long shot that I'm looking at and this may seem surprising to people just because of the way this conference is constructed normally. Mm-hmm. And again, you mentioned a team having you know a, a decent shot to make it or a variety of teams. And they just got blown out by 20-plus points, and this conference tournament is tipping off next week. I'm talking about Indiana, which, by the way, is priced at 45-1 to 1 in the futures market, national title futures market. I don't think that's a bad number considering – they were looking around 25, 30 to 1 earlier in the week before that blowout loss. But the Big Ten tournament has a potential to have 128 different combinations in terms of the seeding because a ton of teams are tied with 11 and 8 records in conference play right now. And Indiana is certainly one of them. So you look ahead to that Sunday game against Michigan, potentially getting Xavier Johnson back. The, the Hoosiers need the double buy because if from a depth standpoint, they're worn down, they're banged up. Jordan Geronimo, even race Thompson, who's been playing through a, a back injury is a little still uh, injured. So I have my concerns about the Hoosiers just because from a depth standpoint, if Xavier Johnson isn't able to take up his minutes, which again, from the standpoint of this Hoosiers backcourt and what he brings, he's their best defensive guard on the team, their best on-ball defender, and then you take the freshman Jalen Hood-Shafino and put him off ball. And obviously you have a potential wooden award candidate, won't win it because of what Zach Eady has done at Purdue, but Trace Jackson Davis. But just playing to the point that this team is worn down, Jackson Davis isn't banged up, but his usage rate is astronomical. He is a higher assist rate than Yogi Ferrell did going back to that 2015-2016 Big Ten championship team in Indiana. So, I like the Hoosiers from a national title standpoint, and I, I think even if they get the double buy in the Big Ten tournament, just from a pricing standpoint, you'll be able to get a decent number on them to win it. But again, that double buy is key for this team just because they're, they've been you know, having to deal with so many injuries this year. Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Eli Hershkovich. The website is thelines.com, and the podcast is also called The Lines. Eli, good luck uh, moving today, by the way. Good, Ooh. good timing with that. <laughs> Yeah, especially doing this radio head. I'm about to get scolded by the girlfriend. So yeah. thanks for having me on, guys. Have a good rest of the show. Uh, yeah, and yeah, good luck betting good the job. games too this weekend. There you go. Good breakdowns there for a couple of conferences from Eli. Uh, yeah, found so, that interesting. Luckiest team in the country. Yeah, and yeah. how it defined. Yeah, very yeah. good. So the number has certainly changed, yeah. but uh, Southern Illinois was about 14-1 to 1 on the opener, and now a couple of games have been played, so down to about 10-1 to 1 or so 
um, in their conference tournament. Up next, UFC 285 with the sharp mind of Lou Finacaro. What's the path for a John Jones loss? We'll ask him that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the money on v Lou Finacaro in two minutes. Uh, UFC 285 this week. Head over to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They have you covered for every line and boost. Bet the big names on the UFC 285 card with parlay insurance. Great menu and house specials every single day. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. We're excited. Uh, UFC 285 is tomorrow night, highlighted by John Jones making his return. And he is in the $1.65 favorite range against uh, Cyril Gain. And uh, and uh, Lou Finacaro does, in fact, join the program now. Lou, you're awesome on this sport. I want to ask you about this. Everybody's talking about, you know, how is, including me, Jones, how did he open up as a dog? I, he's probably going to go much higher than, maybe, higher than 165 as the favorite. Let me flip it here and ask you this. What's the path here to John Jones actually losing? Great question. First of all, guys, what a fantastic show. And thanks for having me on, especially this time of year. Jones' uh, path to stubbing his toe and Ghani's path to earning a victory. Uh, and excuse me, it's gone, and I'll mispronounce it 20 times. Uh, Ghan's str- significant strike offense is 60%. That, that's really unbelievable. That's a high number for a heavyweight. His significant strike defense, meaning his ability to evade, 63%. These are obtuse numbers. So clearly it paints the picture. Gane, Gan needs to use his feet, maintain distance, pick and pack. And you look at the total in this fight, which is surprising to me, four and a half shaded over. Gan's path to victory. Stick and move, maintain distance, stuff the takedowns, and win himself a decision via point. And and that's a reasonable, logical approach. This is not an easy pushover fight for John okay. Jones. Yeah. But, but having said that now, again, um, how have you bet this fight going back to when it first opened? And what would what would your advice be today on how to attack this from a betting standpoint? Well, it's always great when uh, we handicappers come in and brag about what a great price we got. But Jones did start as a dog, surprisingly enough. And I think those that understand this business or this sport attack that like a fumble in the Super Bowl, quite honestly. Now that line has switched. I think it's priced. It's getting close to where I think it should be. I still think Jones, uh, based on his wrestling chops, his size, and his body of work, who he's been in with. Yeah, he's he's stepping up, but let's not forget. For many years at Jackson Wink, when Arlovsky was there, when Frank Mir was there, all these heavyweights, who did they train with? John Jones. Mm-hmm. John Jones walks around at 230. After he weighed in for 205 fights, he weighed 230 for his fights, 233. So to pack on 25 more pounds over three years uh, is not out of the question for a guy with his kind of focus and pedigree. Now, he's 35 now. He's been off three years. These are intangibles. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Gan has been very, very active. 
albeit his debut in the fight game 2016. By then, Jones had belt loads of world-class championship caliber wrestling and fighting under his belt. So you really have to weigh Gon's inexperience and his athleticism against who Jones was, what you anticipate he's going to be, and how the weight at 35 is going to affect him. How concerned are you with the layoff? Is that a big cage rust? I actually think it's fuel for mm. Jones. Okay. I think he, I, I don't want to say he was bored back then, but he was unchallenged. And let's not forget, he yeah, he didn't he looked pedestrian against Dom Reyes, but when he fought Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes was a killer. Now he's taken three years off. He's training with three or four UFC heavyweights in his gym. The guy's motivated. I mean, for a guy of his character and athletic pedigree. I think he knows exactly what he has to do to compete. And I'm trusting that he's done everything correctly to get that done. You bet Jones, you like Jones. You got Jones at a much better price though. For those people now we we're talking to today, you recommend a parlay with Jones and another fighter? If you don't want to eat the 165, and I think it creates it, it creeps up another 10, 15 cents before fight time. But if you want a safer play, I love just betting a unit to try and win more. I like Jones teamed with Mateusz Gamrat, the Polish fighter, coming in on short notice to fight to fight the tarantula, Jalen Turner. Turner, very one-dimensional. He's a stand-up striker, and he's going to need to get Gamrod out with a straight right or a knee in the first round. If not, Gamrod's wet blanket wrestling will smother him, take him down, and he'll either win a dominant decision or submit Jalen Turner. Again, another competitive fight, but I do lean to Gamrod based on, again, wrestling chop. You've done this many times, and you have everyone's attention now. How about Blackshear at almost four to one and higher than that if you want to get involved with the index props? Blackshear's opponent uh, is a kid named Bashrat, an Afghanistan fighter. And when I first put my model together on the database, I pulled his brother in. He has a brother in the UFC. And when I looked, handicapped the fight, it was a no contest. And the pricing was right. However, when I discovered I had the wrong bash rat in, now we get this. He's a debuter. He has fought dubious competition. And to me, coming in from the contender series, he's shirt tailing off his brother. And, and we've got brothers in the UFC, the Isatar brothers. Yeah. One's really good. One's okay. Uh, how about the Figueredo? One's a champ. One's a journeyman. I'm going to have to make bash rat prove something to me. That how does a debuting fighter come in and be a four five hundred dollar favorite over this kid Blackshear? Now Blackshear is five ten, huge for the division. Key is him making weight because of his size, but he doesn't tend to wrestle very well. He relies on BJJ, and he's been put on his back. But the guys, the wrestlers that have dominated him, Pat Sabatini and Danny Sabatella are killer wrestlers, and in no way, shape, or form can I compare Bashrat to them. This is Blackshear's second UFC fight, like a football team. There's improvement between one and two. He knows what he has to do. So Blackshear, I think, is a very, very mispriced underdog. Should he be an underdog? Maybe, but not like this. As well, I think the way he gets this done is Bashrat trying to rush in to take him down, and that's where this daddy long legs gets his legs around <laughs> Bashrat's neck and subs him. And so with, <laughs> with that in mind, 
Basharat sub, 11 to 1. Basharat inside the distance, 7 to 1. To me, that's a half unit play straight up on Basharat and maybe a quarter or a half unit play on one of those two props. I really like it. It's a long bomb. It's an out and up in the fourth quarter, but it's an early fight, and I think that we can kick one off with a big surprise. Okay, right. Blackshear, so, Blackshear, yeah, Blackshear. Yeah. I'm seeing Blackshear. him around plus between plus three sixty and plus three eighty five on Blackshear. So then, what will you actually make the number on him? I think this fight should be, you know, maybe the the debut or minus one fifty. Contender series wow. fighters that go to the UFC and fight a veteran have a have a pretty poor record. It, it, there's jitters. This is in front of a crowd. Uh, I, I I really like the experience of Blackshear here. That said, he's no world beater, okay? But I think this is a perfect matchup for him, and he knows he's on the cusp of getting the heck out of here if he doesn't win a fight or two. This is a perfect matchup for him. In my opinion, two more, Lou. Uh, two minutes left with Lou. How about another dog you like in the Brunson fight and, and a fight you talked about when we had lunch at Culver's? If you want to make a case for another uh, a f- a fighter uh, down the card, yeah, two left. And uh, the first one's Derek Brunson, uh, opens plus 130, exactly how it should be based on Brunson's pedigree, experience, wrestling chops, who he's been in with. He's fought the elite of the division. Duplessis steps way up. This is his third fight in seven months. That's a lot. He's rushing it. Brunson, meanwhile, got KO'd by uh, Jared Cannonier a, a little over a year ago. He's taken some time off. He had a fight canceled. He's ready to fire fresh. Yes, he's 39. Duplessis 29. But the wrestling of Brunson is, in, is something that Duplessis hasn't seen in any opponent. Really like Derek Brunson, especially the way that line has moved. And finally, Viviana Arujao, Arujao mm-hmm. against uh, Amanda Ribas. Two cute little Brazilian gals, but they're killers. Ribas, fast, <laughs> speedy, athletic. Arujao, mean as a junkyard dog with power. We haven't seen the power in her results, but it's there, and we're going to see it on Saturday night. Superb. Uh, you're the best. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Gamlu. You're leaving the Phoenix area right after this. You're coming to Las Vegas. You're going to go to a double shot, a widespread panic here in town tonight and tomorrow night. That's awesome, man. Never too old to rock and roll, man. <laughs> I, I want video of Lou dancing tonight, <laughs> no, okay? Ever no, too sir. old. That's right. Thanks Bring so much, guys. All right. Be good. There you go. Lou Finacaro. Uh, boy, a Blackshear gets there. He's plus 385 here at Circa. He's plus 360 at DraftKings. 11 to 1 by sub, 7 to 1 inside the distance. Uh-huh. Let's rock and roll and yeah. hang with Lou, yeah. He's given out like 4 to 1 shots before yeah. on the show yeah, yeah. that have uh, gotten there. Up next, do you concur here on Follow the Money? We're live today in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on v DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. Huge wins, as always, at DraftKings Casino. A player bet $14 and won $55,000 on Spartacus. Another player bet $25 and won $50,000 on Hypernova Megaways. Download the DraftKings Casino app. New customers can get a deposit match up to 2000 in bonus funds when you sign up. Download the app and use code VEASAN, VEASAN to claim the offer. Great moments in history have begun with a question. They are not to be, that is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. You concur. Concur. What, sir? You concur. Play along at home, FTM at Beeson.com. You can tweet at us as well. It's been this way for a long time, but few people talk about it. Dry cleaning is one of the biggest scams going. Do you concur? Of course I do. There's no question about that. I mean, they don't. some places don't even share their prices. 
You have to ask How about them, that? and then they'll just make up numbers willy-nilly. Well, what do you got? Okay, that's going to be $14. This one will be $7.50. Like, wait, where are you coming up with these prices? That's Can a, I see that, please? That's a great point. You don't know, and they it's, they could throw any number at you as well. I like to I get jeans patched and repaired a lot. One week, it's $25. Sometimes it's been 30 Yeah, It's like, what? Two, two jackets yesterday from my wife. I went to go pick up some dry cleaning. They were each 22 bucks. They, no, no warning of that, but that's whatever. And then I had to take in, I have like a North Face kind of rain jacket. And yes, it's been raining and snowing in Las Vegas a lot um, that I got years ago. It's been, it's had a huge stain on it for years or for a little while anyway. I took it in and I asked the guy, do you think you can get this out? And he said, yeah, we'll apply like the deep seeding wet process that we do and uh, it shouldn't be a problem. And he said, if we can't get it out, no charge. I pick it up yesterday. It's in the middle of like 14 things. I get home, the stain hasn't it hasn't been touched. Uh-huh. It's still there. I look $18. Oh. So now what's my play? Do I got to take it back today? Drive back today and say, I was told, and it'll probably be a different employee. Right. So do I say, I was told from somebody else that if the stain doesn't come out, it's free. But I here's the charge for $18. So... I, I, the whole thing is just a some complete nightmare. Shrinkage, too? We've all experienced it. Oh, you God. Was there shrinkage? Okay, uh, I'll bring this up. So the shirt that I have on, t- I've never done this in my life. I pulled a Larry David today. You know, you take, you don't wear the pants in the car, <laughs> right? Because you don't want them wrinkled. I had this. I just picked this up yesterday from the dry cleaning. It's special to me. I've only been to Europe once. I got it in Italy. I love this shirt. I didn't wear it today. I'm going to sound like a total jackass right now. I don't care. I didn't wear the shirt on the drive-in today. So I don't yeah, want it wrinkled, that's, right? Yeah, that's all right. So I'm changing in the parking lot. They sh- they shrunk it. Barely fits. I, I could barely get my wrist Look button today, and this thing's going to pop. Yeah. A button might pop on this thing today. Yeah. So now what's my play? It's not fat guy in a little coat either. I mean, that's... I'm Chris Farley. Yeah, this is... Uh, so you, now do I... You got to go back and say you didn't get I, it out. But then, but then $18. I'm... $18. Yeah, I, I don't even I didn't even know what this Jeez. one cost and even look at it. So this one shrunk now. I probably can never wear this again, and the other thing is still stained. Yeah. All right. Funny. 20 seconds, Peralta struck out a batter in 20 seconds yesterday. If baseball is played that way, ratings will go up, and God forbid they will actually capture and try to get the younger demographic. Do you concur? I I can. I have to concur with this. That was awesome to see that. If baseball was played like that, oh, sky's the limit. Now that's it me. used to dominate. It used to get huge ratings in the 80s and 90s. Now, I hate to break it to you. It's dying and young people don't care. And a lot of it is pace of play and nothing happens and games take too long. And that Peralta strikeout, oh, what could be? What could be? That was lightning fast. That's probably not going to happen very often in the regular season. I understand. We we might have more like 30-second strikeouts. Right. Now, I did see a great breakdown from Ben Verlander. He sent out a video yesterday, and I watched it, what he anticipates with the 15-second pitch clock when nobody's on base, 20 seconds when a runner is on base. He brought up a great point. Yeah. And this is where Max Scherzer's already talked about this. Pitchers are going to have all the leverage this year, right? right? Pitchers are in control. His point was, he was bringing up scenarios where, what's it going to be like for a batter when he gets chin music? Here comes a 98-mile-an-hour fastball at your face. So you duck, you avoid that, you go flying back. Now we're going to leave it up to the home plate umpire. It's up to his discretion. When does the clock start? So if that batter is still on the ground and the pitcher gets the ball back in his hand and the, cl- the umpire's like, let's go, that guy's got to get up, shake that off, and the shot clock's going to be down to like eight seconds. Yeah. He gets in there, he's like, okay, now what? 
So if you're a, a start, if you're a pitcher at any point this year, especially at the playoffs, would you not specifically throw one up chin music? And then that dude's going to have 15 seconds to shake that off. Let's say it's a 2-1 count. Or let's say it's 1-1. One one. You throw that on purpose. Okay, it's 2-1. and one. You'll take your chances right now because the guy's going to be rattled. Now you have the complete edge even though it's a 2-1 count. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't understand the people who are against this. Maybe you're old and you hate change. But baseball was at its best in the 80s and 70s. And, and, yeah. and, and, and baseball is at its best played fast. I'll give you another one. Guy says, well, this is I don't like this. This isn't fair because you only can throw over to first base twice. Good! My God! At least we have a stolen base now! Yeah. No one steals a base anymore! Correct. Yes, how is that exactly. a bad thing? Right. Getting rid of the shift and playing the game how it's supposed to be played? Come on, guys! That part of the game has been essentially eliminated from the sport. You can't have people standing around doing nothing and pitchers walking around the mound and shaking off and throwing to first yeah. and fake the third throw to first and guys stepping out of the batter's box and having a snack every pitch. So far, so good. You can't do it. Succession is airing the final season on HBO this month. It's only four seasons and then it's over. Five seasons. Four, five seasons is the best way and an appropriate way to end a successful show in, in the perfect length. Do you yeah, concur? I would, I would more, yeah, I would concur more times than not. What was Breaking Bad? Five and a half seasons? They called it like 5A and 5B. So we'll call it five full seasons. I don't think another show will ever repeat that success where they wrapped it up beautifully and the ending right. was amazing. They, they, they nailed it. And they only had one bad episode the entire time. That was it, as you've talked about before. The Fly? The Fly episode was the okay. only bad episode of the entire show. Yeah. I would say generally in the three to five range is pretty much perfect. You run out me. of ideas. I mean, Sopra right. Sopranos was... Oh, awesome. But they, yeah. they, Would they go six seasons? I think it was six or seven, but it got a little... little it got a little much there the for a little end, while. Right. How, but, how many shows that have been seven, eight, nine seasons have been like, my God, I can't wait for another season? I know some Game of Thrones, but also it's different because of... You couldn't wait. Well, it was on the people... It was on the guys who didn't know what they were doing, though. The, the showrunners. Show, right. Yeah. You had a guy who wrote the book, but the book wasn't done, so they had to go on their own, and then they didn't know what they were doing and weren't qualified either. So right. that was a unique situation, but... Well, I'll give you another one. A show that went way too long because the best character in recent time left the show, Bobby Axelrod. Actually coming back for season no, seven. That's enormous. Yeah. That is huge I was going to say, do you concur? There You're you more go. excited for that than this yeah. weekend's college basketball action. Yeah, wow, yeah. Yeah, concur. There you go. Well done. How about this now? Also, it's a big month. Mandalorian season three debuted Wednesday. You have the final season of Succession coming up on HBO. And you have the final season of El, uh, El Lasso, Ted Lasso. How about some props here? Uh, and they wrap it up three years on, uh, what is that, Apple, Apple TV. Yeah. Rebecca to sell ACF, AFC Richmond during the season, three to one. Nate coached West Ham to beat Ted, coached a AFC Richmond during season three. That's a, I mean. Well, that, that, that's a lock, isn't it? That will happen. To beat him, yeah. Going against the the team here, and, and then, then then maybe Lasso gets revenge in another match. Okay, right. Because so season two ends, they well I don't want to ruin it, but spoiler alert, they get promoted. So they're coming up the now. Whole, the whole the Ted Angle field really forced to me, by the way. That's why I didn't like season two so much. Ted to quit or be fired from Richmond during season three, even money. Mm, boy, oh how do you boy. think it ends? How are they going to do it? Season one, I'm with you. Season one was awesome. Fantastic. Season two, yeah, not so much. But. Yeah. But again, I think that this is probably going to be apropos, right? This is going to be good. Ended after three. The, the, you know what you are. 
pull one more season in, get out. Because yeah. I think a fourth or a fifth season, although season one was so good, yeah. would have been a little bit forced. One more. Uh, do you concur? I don't think a lot of people want this kid from Detroit to, be, oh, no. to beat Maravich's no, all-time and record. And that's okay. And that's okay. It is okay. Because yeah. it speaks to Pistol Pete. It speaks to five years against three years. Shot clock. Uh, no shot clock. First shot clock. Three-point shot. Three point no three-point shot, yep. shot. That's fine. And if you're, if you're, I love Pistol Pete, and you, that's fine. Yep. It's okay if you're saying, eh, I don't want Davis to break his record. This no. is from uh, Tripp on, on Twitter. He said, if Davis gets another shot to break Maravich's all-time record, it's as hollow as that UConn women's player making that uncontested layup wearing oh, a leg cast. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, and I would have to be in the CBI game, and do they buy their way into the tournament and all yeah, that's fair. I, I think it's going to yeah. feel that's exactly that's the right word. If they're if they're given another game specifically so this kid can beat the Maravich record, that's going to feel completely forced and hollow is right. Yep. And I, th- you know what though, I think that's probably going to be the favorite. I think he's going to probably play one more game and that'll be it. Then he had a three pointer to tie it. By the way, he had a couple looks down last the stretch. night. Yep. 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 We will get into today's college basketball card up next. Latest point spreads, matchups, and trends from over the years. Single-digit favorites have been awesome in the opening round of this tournament since t- 2011. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.